Coming up on For or Against, alternative Halloween treats, a David Bowie biopic without David Bowie, costumes at work, and the Hug Sleep Sleep Pod. Just old friends on the podcast who build a defense on ridiculous topics. Are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, the show is immense. So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self driving cars. You listening now to For or Against? So turn the volume up, this is For or Against. Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. Our captain, Mike McFadden, is out today, so you're stuck with me, Rob Silver, covering his hosting duties. But luckily, joining me today are Patrick Lothian, Courtney Mueller, and Mike Winand. Hey, hey. Hey, Mike. Hey, I like that enthusiasm. Great Uh, job, new host. Thanks. We're (laughs) off to a pretty good start, Mike McFadden, so watch your back. Uh, Today is Halloween, not actually the day we're recording this, but the day the podcast is out. And so I actually wanted to take a quick second to hear, like, do you guys like Halloween? Are you, do you participate in Halloween? Or is this like a day where you kind of are like, oh, it's Halloween, and then you move on? Uh, it's COVID Halloween, so it's a little bit Well, different. yes, it is a different version of Halloween this time. I also have no children. But we talked in a previous podcast about uh, pet costumes. And uh, my mm-hmm. dear Roscoe is going to be dressing up as uh, Beetlejuice. And I'm going to be yes. Alec Baldwin character to my wife's Gina Davis. And uh, <gasps> that should, if everything comes in on time, that should be a very, very cute photo that, that uh, you can put up on the gram. I like so, it. Porny, how are you feeling about Halloween? Halloween this year is kind of a total bummer because uh, I'm even torn about giving out candy when that's one of the best things that you can give a child that you're not parenting. Um, <laughs> but uh, I still am trying to figure out a cute way to dress up. I was thinking to save money because money's tight with all this COVID job fun stuff. I figured that we could be supermarket sweep people, Brian and I, so we could have like a couple's costume and we can just get like really jazzy 90s looking, 80s looking, you know, shirts and maybe some joggers and then have like, hi, my name is probably Karen or Barbara or, you know, something like that. And, you know, with our shopping bags and steal, we saw some shopping carts that we might steal or borrow. Pat, are you and your wife dressing up again this year and then taking off your costumes when you realize that no one else is dressing dressing up? (laughs) Uh, So I know there are plans on what, was going to be worn by the dogs, but I don't know if she ordered it, which probably means I was supposed to order it. So we'll see how that goes in a couple days. Nice. Well, on our end, Lexi loves Halloween. I like it too, but Lexi really loves it. But admittedly this year, it's a bit of a damper with COVID. And so we're still going to dress up. Uh, Drew has an adorable cupcake outfit, our daughter, and Lexi and I will be bakers. So, cause you know, we bake this cupcake. And uh, it should be fun. But anyways, in terms of Halloween, the second half of today's episode will be Halloween related. So we'll have a little bit more fun talking about that. Um, Besides that, any other fun things or interesting things happening in your lives in the last week? It sounds like your garbage can was stolen, Wynan. It wasn't (laughs) stolen. It fell into the truck, which apparently it's a thing. (laughs) My wife called them and she's like, I don't know where it went. And they're like, oh yeah, it probably fell in the truck. That happens all the time. It happens so often that they're not going to be able to give us a new one. Uh, for two weeks, so I have to live like Oscar the Grouch for a couple. That's of weeks crazy. With garbage in my home. 
because they excellent. <laughs> wow. I, I have a quick update. Well, one, I finished my assignment, so my beard is still here. Awesome. And then two, I drank two full glasses of milk with dinner tonight. Oh. Going back to a previous episode. And it is because I accidentally bought the spicy stir fry sauce. And it was very spicy. And I don't eat anything spicy. You don't like that. Yeah. So I had to make my mouth stop being on fire. And I do not understand <laughs> why people like that. That's a medical aid. You didn't drink it. You tried <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely that's medical. acceptable behavior. And does, does milk actually work at reducing? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, like... If you're really, really in trouble, try like lime juice or, or uh, lemon juice. So that'll help too. Interesting. Excellent. Lemon juice, delicious. <laughs> I actually um, went, because we were talking about haunted houses a few weeks back. Um, I went to the quote, drive-in haunted house. Nice. Now this is a different one that didn't, you know, splatter blood all over your car. Because I'm not for that, nor paying $80 to do that. <laughs> $80? Um, yeah, $80. Um, it's so dumb, but fun, stupid, especially because <laughs> you can't like really, truly get scared and like run. You're just stuck in your car. Mm-hmm. But we decided we'll take the hour drive out to Bumble. Um, and if you live in said area, totally worth it. <laughs> totally 100%. I think you should do it. It's adorable. What a setup. Makes you feel like Halloween's slightly normal. Had some funny little pictures from it. <laughs> if you don't live in that area, save your gas. Because <laughs> it's time. not that great. <laughs> um, some were amazing, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but also completely not worth it halloween is definitely different i verified it completely yesterday last night when we went to several different houses and it's just a nightmare to be living through covid mm, in general so sad. halloween is just like it's just like poking at the bear being like hey you know it's scary civilization anyway. <laughs> it doesn't get scarier than that <laughs> that was me yesterday with brian <laughs> And on my end, uh, the only update I really have is um, for the first time, our daughter pooped in the bathtub about an hour ago. <laughs> so I, I just got done cleaning Better that up. Than just the floor. That's true. <laughs> it's a drain there. That's but I, as we know, I'm recording from my home studio, also known as my bathroom. So yes. I really had to make sure it was clean up before we recorded <laughs> because that smell was getting worse by the minute. Excellent. So let's make this a quick one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, on that note, it's time to play again for or against, where one of us presents a topic that we analyze and we discuss and nearly always argue about that topic, and then ultimately we decide if we are for or against said topic. So to get us started, Patrick Lothian, please get us started. So Robbie knows that when you have a baby, mo- uh, when they sleep, you want to swaddle them. So you like wrap them up tight so they feel like they're in the womb and it helps them sleep, and I'm sure there's other medical things to it. I know all of us, including myself, we miss this sensation. So what we really need is a giant swaddle for a uh, adult-sized human. So that's where the hug sleep sleep pod comes in. It is... (sighs) (laughs) I think I know where you're leaning on this one. (laughs) 
it's kind of like a sleeping bag, but it's like a bl- it's like a sleeping bag blanket that you use in your bed. You swaddle <laughs> yourself in it. There's luckily there is like a hole at the bottom if you want to stick a foot out if you get too warm. But these people look like they're in like cocoons, like all wrapped up. And there's a picture of like why this is helpful. And you see a woman on the left side in her swaddling blanket taking up like her portion of the bed. And then the guy is just sprawled across the bed. (laughs) And uh, he's sprawled because he's not trapped inside of a tiny bag. (laughs) That is why. He's very comfortable. A a felt line garbage bag to give people an idea of what this thing looks like. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I've hinted at how I feel. But uh, why don't we go to whining on this one? How are you feeling? Well, you know, this is interesting. This is the second uh, sleep aid or thing that goes on your bed that we've talked about uh, this week. So what do we have here? You know, weighted blankets are a thing where people want to feel more more comforted. It's, it's something that's biological. So here we have a sleep aid that's meant to feel like a comforting hug when no one wants to comfort or hug you. <laughs> it's a snuggie oh, no. with a tacit acknowledgement of the social epidemic of anxiety and depression so that's mm. something right um i don't believe them when they say that it's not going to get me hot it's it, i mean honestly it's it looks very similar to the infrared sauna blanket from last <laughs> week. Uh, it just doesn't have a heating pad but i can tell you uh, i'm gonna get uh, sweaty in this thing uh, so mm-hmm. it's not for me but it's uh, $89 as opposed to, to the sauna blankets, $500. I think that's a little bit too much for a glorified uh, sleeping bag. <laughs> you need to feel that hug. I suppose uh, go for it. I am going to be uh, for this thing, uh, surprisingly. Ooh. Okay. How about the lovely lady, Courtney? Oh, I thought you were going to say Rob. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I looked up swaddling. <laughs> first because Uh I'm like why (laughs) so it protects your baby against natural startle reflex which means better sleep for both of you I don't know what I guess if you're sleeping with your baby that sounds weird anyway if they wake up because of it and start crying yes colicky baby helps eliminate anxiety in your baby by imitating your touch which helps your baby learn to self-soothe these these all sound very baby related yeah, well, who do you swaddle? A baby. <laughs> if Lexi is swaddling you, you're into weird stuff. I'm just going to point that out. Um, for me, I'm for anything that helps you sleep better because I myself have insomnia fun. Um, and also that's going to be on Shark Tank this Friday. So by the oh, time we're there, it will have... comes out. Yeah, yeah day, day after. Before. Well, it's, before, I have a question... Yes. Are they going to benefit more from promotion on Shark Tank or from the b- promotion on four against? 50 50. Uh, yeah. That's a tight squeeze. We're not squeeze. asking for any of it. You know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I they, didn't even they, notice it was coming to Shark Tank. Are you Wonder kidding? That's the first thing that. I smile saw. On your face, Patrick. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing. Oh, my God. Um, but I do think that during this pandemic, especially if you're single, or maybe in a troubled relationship. I don't know. Like Mike said, if nobody wants to hug you, sales might <laughs> skyrocket from it being on Shark Tank because people miss hugs. They miss touch. And if it does what it says it does, which I truly don't believe it does, <laughs> but if it does, 
then I think it will be a slam dunk for the company. And I hope it does work. But I did see one woman just like wail on the product saying that, yeah, it was just like basically saying it was a tense. She she said I would get more um, uh, tightness if I just rolled myself up uh, as a burrito. And I was like, that was a helpful review. Um, I'm for it if it works. Four. That's two. Yes. Ooh. All right. On to me. So my wife, Lexi, uh, takes control of our bed. And we actually do have a weighted blanket in our bed. Mm-hmm. Um, for, partly for the reason of, uh, you know, reducing stress and anxiety and trying to get a good night's sleep. It is the my second least favorite part of our bed. The first least favorite part is her enormous C-shaped pillow that is the size of two human beings um, in our queen size bed. So you've, got, you've got bathroom fixings and bedroom fixings. This house, <laughs> and how Lexi, many square feet is your apartment? <laughs> not enough. Not enough for all the fixings that Lexi has. And so it, this thing is so heavy and it, uh, it like... I, I never want it, like so I'm always just shoving it over onto Lexi's side, but it's too heavy to really even move. <laughs> like it's it's actually really heavy. So yeah, like I, heavy. I have to like use my full strength. And I'm not a very strong man. Nope. And no, you know this bad. <laughs> and and to pick it up and put it all the way over on her side. So I have a very negative initial experience with this category of sleep covering. Having said that, I have had three nights in a row now of horrible sleep the last three nights. And I don't really know why. I think my mind's just been buzzing, but I can't really point to it. There's some stuff going on. There's some stuff going on (laughs) in my life and in the world. And I I can fully understand you being a person that you get to a point if these three nights of non-sleep turn into a week or a month or more of non-sleep, you're going to get to a point where like, I will try anything. $89.99, free shipping, let's do it. That sounds like a bargain. So I am for this because for those people who can't sleep, if it's something that might help them sleep, get it. Uh, So Patrick, that's three out of three. Can we, have we convinced you? No, this is upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just, just in case you guys didn't know when you get it, there's a pro tip. If you like to sleep with a pillow between your knees or feet, bring them inside with you. So (laughs) you're aware. Um, you have that option. Well, personally for me, <laughs> I sleep hot. Not only do I sleep hot, but I don't like being... Hot. You're a good looking man. Thank you. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like when the like sheet is tucked like under the bed. Like I have to kick it out. And Same. most of the time Same. I sleep so hot that I don't even have anything on top of me. I'm just sleeping on top. So the oh. idea of like jamming myself inside of a bag... <laughs> Like, like why would i want to do that and i also like i can't i can't imagine this was designed in any other way than people being like you know what millennials would really like to be swaddled like babies yeah that seems like something they'd be into. classic millennials <laughs> so i just i can't get which into we all are by the way yes. unfortunately <laughs> okay just want to make sure we all knew that yes and and it doesn't look comfortable like the way that they're like in the fetal position, like with their knees up, I've never seen a human sleep like that. 
I just, I can't, I can't get behind it. Even if it helps you sleep, I'm against this. <laughs> no sound effect this time, unfortunately. No. All right. Thank you, Patrick. Let's Real move quick. On. Yes. I don't think it's too expensive. Blankets are kind of expensive. I think yeah, that that's a perfectly appropriate price okay now you can go yeah, you go to your your wine and, uh your wine and cost per, cost use, per use theory yeah, yeah. you're gonna use that's it every cool. day so not so bad uh over to you wine and what's your topic uh well uh it is covid i think we all have mm, i'm against a, i'm against that but that's not my topic <laughs> <laughs> it is the time of we're living in loving the time of covid uh, and there's not a lot of movies coming out just because they uh, either are pushing them to when movie theaters are open or the fact that they haven't been able to film a lot of them. Uh, but there is a movie coming out in, in November called Stardust and the um, trailer just dropped today. Uh, it stars Johnny Flynn, uh, who's a great actor and has a good, uh, really terrific uh, singer songwriter in his own right. I, I would recommend that you guys check him out if you haven't. But Stardust is a biopic about the early mu- musical career of a one David Bowie. Legend. Um, a legend. I've been a big fan of David Bowie my whole life. I've read a uh, biography of him that was fascinating. He's inarguably one of the most intriguing and influential people in music history. Uh, the problem with this movie, which sounds like a great plot, is that it will have no David Bowie music in it whatsoever. Uh, because that would be insanely expensive. Uh, and uh, David Bowie never really wanted a biopic made about him. Um, and so his family has been reluctant to give the rights. So a film that could have a great story uh, has uh, no David Bowie in it. Uh, I'm uh, interested to see, you know, even could this movie be good, even if you're not going to be hearing those uh, classic tunes? Rob, you're in the music industry and, and one of the more knowledgeable people that I know about that industry. What are your thoughts on uh, Stardust, a uh, David Bowie biopic sans David Bowie? Well, my first concern was, uh, I hope that it's not my company that's preventing the music from not getting into this movie. <laughs> I don't think that is the case. Um, but it should be illegal to make a biopic about <laughs> one of the greatest rock and roll musicians of all time and not have their music in the film. Like you actually cannot make that film because as great of the, uh, of a cinematic experience as it could be, call it like a Bohemian Rhapsody kind of visual without the music component that adds, that is the most important texture to any of these music biopic films. And if you just look like I went to, I'm a huge David Bowie fan too, probably like huge, but not as big as you want. And like, you've been touting David Bowie since we were first friends. Oh. But if you just go, if you're a novice and you go onto Spotify and just look at like the top 10 songs under his profile, just bangers. press play. They are all bangers and you will know them all. And if you don't know them all, you will listen and you will love them all. And it's mandatory <laughs> listening and knowing that the, these songs come from this man. And so back to the biopic part of it, there have been films or shows that have bent the rules on an artist's music. So there was a, a, I'm a huge Beatles fan, as you know, they're my favorite band. And there, I came across a Beatles biopic a couple of years ago and I watched it and it was garbage in large part because there was zero Beatles music in it. Like it, 
you can't have a Beatles movie and have not a lick of a Beatles song in there. And it's the same thing here. Was there any music in it? Yeah, like generic background music. Like it was like like the the music like that elevator you're, music. It was like the music that you're allowed to use that yeah. is like Beatles-esque, but not quite by the Beatles. It's like a in song the theme that, of Beatles. In the theme of the Beatles. But like, it never showed them singing, it was always in the background. If there were clips of them singing, you wouldn't hear it. You would just see the visual of it. Now, I'm very curious about this trailer, or at least this movie, because in the trailer, they're, they're, they show him singing, but at no time, like maybe they're singing like a song they wrote for the movie, but it, that might not be true. There might just be like violin music over it during a montage. It would be like, there might actually be any singing in it at all, although Johnny Flynn is such a great singer. The, the only hope that I have is the production is through IFC Films and they're I think they're known to have good quality movies so like I think I would want it to be good but if there is no David Bowie music it cannot be good so I am violently against against yes all right Patrick what are your thoughts you're a movie buff I don't think you've ever seen a movie you didn't like um yeah I love this mm-hmm. idea I think it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> Are you serious? In, like how they get around. No, Wait. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm <just> <laughs> um, I saw a uh, article and it says Stardust trailer. This is not the Davey, David Bowie movie you've been waiting for. So I watched the trailer and I was going to share it with you, Wine, and before I saw you pick this. And I'm like, oh, that looks perfectly good. I didn't know the, the main character, um, but it has... What's is that that comedian guy in it? That I'm uh, uh, Mark Marin. Mark Marin in it, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look terrible. I don't know what the problem is. Puppy, there's a puppy on Courtney's <laughs> um, video. Sorry, um, but I can't believe that they don't have the music in it. Like that doesn't make any sense because it would cost a billion dollars. <laughs> then don't make the movie. Then don't make. The- yeah, that's the right answer. Then don't make the movie. Like you, you have the most glaring thing that says, "I can't make this movie. I can't do it." Yeah, I'm. I mean, there's. Uh, it's like if you made a movie about. I was gonna say Barack Obama, and then didn't have like anything about the politi- like politics in there, but they did about his love life before he got into politics so that's weird um it's a very specific example i don't know it just popped in my head but this is like there's so many points of their life have to do musicians life have to do with the music that they're making and their journey of getting signed and all that stuff so to not be able to show the product that they're making it just doesn't make any sense like i don't know how you can make it in such a way that even learning about their life could be enjoyable because it's a lie. Like there, there's so much that is connected to the music and why different things were written and what things meant that it's, it's similar. Like even the Elton John one, it had his music in it, but then it Ugh. the music didn't Rocket come Man out. You're referring to what rocket man. Yeah. So I enjoyed the movie overall. I enjoyed the music in it. But then I found out that a lot of the things that happen in the movie aren't actually how they happened in his life, even though he like produced the movie and like signed off on it. Yeah. But that, that like pisses me off whenever there's a biopic or there's a movie about history or a show about history. You think, oh, I'm learning something. And then you find out, 
Oh no, that didn't happen at all. That's not true. And it's like, what's the point? So it's the same thing I feel here. I am also um, not just against, I am violently I think we've thrown around the word violently. No, preach, Patrick. We got to look up the. We got to look up some synonyms for that. We are not not condoning violence. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to be clear. I think the first time I said it, I probably meant vehemently. Yeah. But then I was like, but violently (laughs) is just way more funny. Okay, Courtney. How about you? you Think of this film. Well, kind of piggybacking on what Pat just said, like maybe because, like, I. I have different feelings about rocket man in of itself, because like when I saw the movie, obviously knew Elton John and I'm obsessed with his music and I didn't know as much about his life as, you know, I wanted to know. So hence the movie, but then it turned into like a very like musical rendition of his life. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I didn't expect what's his name, Taryn or something. Here, no, it's not too much music. It's how they did it. So all of a sudden, the lead actor is flying as he's playing the piano and singing, and I'm, like it's turning it's like into Moulin like this, Rouge slash Elton John's life, but like not in the best light. In not my good. opinion, I, not good. I, I don't want to say not good, but just like not great. Um, there is a big read, difference. Like it takes you out of it when. It's supposed to be the person singing their song yes, and it's not exactly but like in Moulin Rouge when it's somebody else singing a song, yes. you know, it makes more sense. Exactly. So I think, I think it took away from, so maybe, and I did see with uh, the preview that it said, it's like the man behind the icon. So does that make it more um, possibility for them to, tell you more about david bowie as just the man not just about the music side note i don't think so uh, <laughs> like I, I read somewhere that uh they said bowie would be rolling in his glittery grave <laughs> and uh when they saw the preview for the film which i think is a little brutal but i'm sure like the acting is great and like it was for bohemian rhapsody and even rocket man for sure but i think that they might get destroyed seriously for not having any music in the movie for a musical genius to such an icon to literally any person like before during ahead of his time it's just like a shame that he can't they can't do justice to his legacy or could they even do a you know real justice yeah, I, I would I, ask you, Wynan. <laughs> I think you're all you're all uh, hitting the the nail on the head there. Um, you know, like I said, David Bowie's got a fascinating story. The fact that he was able to reinvent himself over and over mm-hmm. and over again um, in a way I don't think any other musician ever has. Um, and to see how that all started is something that I'd really love to see. But if I'm going to sit for two hours about the origins of uh, musical genius where none of said genius is in the film, then I'm just not interested. Uh, go back to, to um, the state of David Bowie and see if you can't work something out. Um, I'm against. That is for against. Patrick, just put it out there. McFadden isn't here today. He's the most against your sound effects. Do you want to give us an against sound effect? Mama don't like you. <laughs> Alright, I'm against that. <laughs> I like it. It's so dumb. So four. 
All right. Well, on that note, uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break and we will hear from our sponsor. For or Against is brought to you by Bye Bye Liver, the party card game. Based on the long-running hit play of the same name, Bye Bye Liver, the card game is a mix of classic party games like Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and Most Likely Too, as well as some new games straight from the Bye Bye Liver writer's room. Both the original game and the expansion pack, The Deck Too Far, are available at ByeByeLiver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. As part of this sponsorship, we've been asked to play one round of Most Likely Two. And this week, I will present our scenario. So, gang, I don't think any of us know the answer to this, which is why I wanted to ask this question. Um, who is most likely to have been the first person here to kiss a guy or a girl? And I think I want to choose who's the most likely to, and then maybe at the end we can figure it out based on when that experience happened in all our lives. So uh, let's go with, uh, we'll start with you, Courtney. Who's most likely to have been the first to kiss a guy or a girl? Winant. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like you're ahead of your game. Started early, finished strong. I thought we knew each other. I was also <laughs> thinking Winant. I feel like he, I can see like little, like kindergarten Winant. Yeah. Kissing a little kindergarten girl. Yeah. That's where I'm going at. Winant, your rebuttal or... Agreement. I think it was Patrick. He used to do all those camps and stuff. Like, <laughs> about like camp. Boy Scout camp? Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> about like, maybe you had like a Boy Scout, Girl Scout jamboree dance <laughs> session or something. I don't know. That's actually but, a good point. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's, he had a summer fling. I, think. I was originally Ooh. thinking whining, but... I feel like there was probably a moment where Patrick, because Patrick had a lot of friends who were girls, and I'm betting at one point, like kind of as a joke and totally in a friendly way and not a romantic way, he's like, uh-huh, let me give he you a kiss. He did have a lot of friends. What do you mean I assumptions. assaulted some young women? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to reward that one. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what you did, I think. So I'm going to yeah. say Patrick. All right. Well, it's very unfortunate for you, Robbie, that you even brought this one up because my first real kiss was your wife. Oh, <laughs> no. no. That's funny. No. That's funny. <laughs> that's not funny. That's funny. I think we need to um, delete this entire segment. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Okay. Right, what's so, the what we gotta go around new ages? Then. Okay, so you were probably you were a sophomore year of high school, right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go. So mine was not with my wife. Mine my first kiss with my wife came a couple years after Pat's first kiss with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my first kiss was also my sophomore year uh, with an older girl. And we were at a house party and did a little smoochy smoochy. Sophomore year. What about Courtney, Mike? When were yours? Seventh grade. Yes. Seventh grade. See? Yes! Winning so far. That, okay. Ready? <laughs> Why were we all kissing in sophomore year of our school Because you're all losers career? in the game. <laughs> we're such no losers. Big lose for all of us. <laughs> oh, <man>. Especially Robbie. <laughs> I'm the biggest loser. Well, okay, one. <laughs> Let's hear your story. Seventh grade. Give us the uh, Yeah. I, I don't know. Is Lexi I the kiss, biggest loser uh, because I, she uh, kissed both asked, of you? I asked, uh, okay, I, I can take everything I just said back. I asked a girl out. She said, yes, we kissed once. I don't think I ever spoke to her again. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's what I was on the phone saying, you've been distant. I was like, okay. 
Typical but, seventh grade relationship. Yeah. Nice. And that I was Robbie's that sister. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know about yet. <laughs> Courtney, please don't tell me that you kissed my dad. <laughs> That's where All we the draw time. the line. All the time. All right. That was yeah, most Bank likely. Of America. That was most likely two. Thank you to Bye Bye Liver, the, the card game, uh, the party card game. We appreciate you, but I don't appreciate Pat smooching my wife. <laughs> and we're back. So now we're moving on to the Halloween section of our show. We've got back-to-back topics that are Halloween-themed. So I'm going to go first here. My topic is dressing up in Halloween costumes at work. Um, different workplaces take this in different ways. And so, yeah, I don't really have a firm opinion on this. Um, I want to start with whining because you've gone to an office setting for many years. Obviously, COVID is a different thing. So let's put that part of it aside. But when we lived in the normal world, you went to work the before or times. against. Yeah, in the before times. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, everywhere I've ever worked, they've always had like encouraged it. Uh, at costume contests for people. Uh, I did not really participate in them. Uh, work Mike and Social Mike are two different people. I'm trying wow. to make that less true because it's profoundly unhealthy. I don't even <laughs> think Work Mike and Social Mike would even like each other if they've ever met. Uh, and I, wow. you know, I don't like uh, portraying any aspects of my personality in front of people that I work with. That's just me. I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, but, uh, you know, I think I have in the past, like there was a few years there where I was like going, I was just like uh, putting a sweatshirt on that would have like a jack-o'-lantern face on it or like skeletons that were painted on. I may have gone and done you're, that. You're doing like the, the minimum. The, uh, yeah, but like that's what, that was my costume for the year. And then I would just like do that, you know, acknowledging the the festivities without actually trying to win any contests or anything. Because, you know, I'm talking about serious stuff. I'm, I'm a, usually a customer facing role in my career. I'm talking to people about like losing or making a lot of money. Uh, and I, you, I think you got to draw the line with face paint. I don't think face paint is, is welcome in an office. Um, but I will say, I thought about this. I think it's a great way to, if you're like on the rocks on your job, I think it's a great way to avoid getting fired because nobody's going to get going to fire anybody who shows up in like a Pillsbury dope, dope boy outfit. Like they're not going to fire you sitting there in like a state puff marshmallow man suit. So maybe like make it like all Halloween, all October long, like show up in a different costume because they are not going to fire you. Um, that would be the only way I think I would really get into it. Um, so generally for me, I'm against it, but that's, that's my issue. <laughs> Something I'm. <dealing> with. <laughs> All right, let's go on to our special guest, Courtney Mueller, dressing up in Halloween costume at work. I'm so for, but there's stipulations, right? Mm. So it does depend on the job. I know, like, you know, like Mike said, you know, you're with people, you're talking about very important things, you know, that especially when you're talking about money, that's very important to a lot of people. Um, so you might not be able to like go all out dressing up, but you can get creative. So like, for instance, Brian, my boyfriend, he's a plumber. So instead of just doing the boring thing where it's like, 
Oh, you know, take a look. I'm a plumber for Halloween. I hate that so much. That's your job. That's not a Halloween costume. So he could like make it, I don't know, like a slutty plumber. You could do that route. Or you could do like add some like like beaver ears or something because like they make dams and control water. So like that's cute and fun. And like how much fun, like I realized lawyers, I was thinking lawyers and doctors, like they're prestigious jobs and they deal with very sensitive and uh serious topics um so how could we get them involved i still think you can you could blame it on kids that you don't even have be like oh little Polly wanted me to dress up like this because like how much fun would it be to like try a case like dressed as t-rex like in front of a judge it's like a power ranger and then like the jury's like the cast of friends like, that would be so fun. I know it would never happen, but it would be a jam. But, like, I wouldn't, especially I wouldn't with, as a defendant, I would not hire a lawyer that was dressed in a Halloween costume defending me. Just, just blame <laughs> Fine. That's fine. Well, you're, you might have murdered someone. So, thinking of this, like, talking about lawyers and doctors in that prestigious position, you can't screw it up by dressing terribly like if you're trying a murder case don't dress like the john wayne gacy clown or like if you're a doctor you don't switch your do coat that? that says because i think about Maybe you're all a of these defender things and the guy can't fire you <laughs> <laughs> exactly what are you gonna do but, but what are you gonna do you're gonna have a good halloween and a good <laughs> chuckle the guy's going to lose his case, but... Going to prison. Might as well exactly. Before you get in <laughs> exactly. There. Exactly. Or, like, don't be a doctor and be like, oh, by the way, I'm Dr. Kevorkian, and that's on your lab coat. Thanks. That might be a little <laughs> foul play. And there are, you know, guidelines. Don't be, like, the slutty version of whatever you're trying to be. I'm a big advocate of going all out on the Halloween holiday because it's something to celebrate. So, very for Let's move to Pat, who you've never really like gone into an office like on a regular basis, right? Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you've mostly done freelance work or for a while now. Yeah, for since I moved. Okay, well, so I work prove me wrong. T- tell me about your Halloween <laughs> endeavors. <laughs> I I've been trying to think of a lot of the different ways of this. It just I just remembered how much when I lived in Chicago, how much I loved being on the train when there were like two people like decked out in Halloween. Yes. And so I love the idea of just like a couple people in the office, like totally decked out. And then I, I really like, it made me think of the show, the office. And when they do Halloween, like everybody's super dressed up and that's really funny. So I like the idea. All that is cool. And then Courtney talked about her boyfriend, Brian being a plumber and I very much enjoy the idea of him showing up for a plumbing job, like dressed as Shrek and just like <laughs> full out. Just like, oh, what can I help you? What do you need such help with? Joy? Exactly. Would. Right. That would bring such joy to the family. So, yeah, I see no negatives to Depending this. Depending on how bad the plumbing issue was, if it was like a <laughs> catastrophic issue. The origin of it. The origin of it. I think it's very important. (laughs) (laughs) And I I just love the idea of like you you show up at like a fancy law firm, and you need to save your company. And you the guy walks in and he's dressed up as like a skeleton. Like this just brings me joy. 
Excellent. So not good for so the you, person showing up probably, but I like it. I like all the ideas in my head. <laughs> so you, but you like it for the wrong reason. You like it because of the awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so you. But it's only as awkward as you make it. It's fun. Remember mm. fun? No. I do remember really. fun. No. <laughs> no. It was a long time ago. It's fair. It's fair, guys. It's fair. Well, so it's funny. When I was thinking about this, I was thinking in an office setting, unless everyone is committed, it feels really awkward. And that's what I don't like about it. It's just like the fact that get only it. two people dress up and you're like, oh, or if you're one of those two people, then I feel even more awkward. Or even if I'm not one of those people and I see them, I'm like, I feel awkward for you. Like, unlike Pat, I actually, I think, have a bit of, uh, I don't know, empathy and just don't want people to feel bad and awkward. And well, it depends on who you are because you could be the person who's like, the one person who dressed up, but you think it's awesome and you think it's hilarious <laughs> and you're enjoying the fact that like you're a witch at work and everybody else is in a business suit and you're sitting there with a big hat on. Like that could be joyful for some that, people. That's amazing. I actually think it's great, but it takes a people. very special person. And Courtney, you are that special person. <laughs> you're right. Always, always. This room at least. I do think <laughs> as I was thinking about it, if I was in a job that operates solo, like a plumber, the example I was thinking of was a mailman. Like that would be oh, fun yeah. if That'd you were good. a mailman and you just went so door fun. to door dressed up as whatever joyful thing you want. Like John that Lane actually Gacy. sounds yeah. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> you got the mail yeah, in one hand and a, and a knife in the other. <laughs> and uh, I think there's something that actually could be special about that. So I don't know. I guess you got it. It's called for or against. You got to pick a side. I, I think I'm the thing that's putting me over the edge is what Courtney said that like there aren't that many moments in the year that break up the monotony and this is a moment for fun. So yeah, I'm for it. Thank that's you. Four fours? No, I'm against. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I recognize that that's my problem. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> we gotta fix work, Mike, first, and then move on. I've never to met you. him, and I never want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, moving on to our final topic, also Halloween theme. Take it away, Courtney Mueller. So, ended on a spooky note. My topic for today uh, is for or against alternative Halloween treats. So, instead of getting the classic candy bar that you get for trick or treating, some people give out pennies to erasers to bouncy balls and so on. So, I would love to hear what you guys think. Let's start with Patrick. I can't even tell you how many times I've found a penny and I've just immediately thrown it away. <laughs> so if you're giving kids pennies for Halloween, you're a monster. Fuck you. You yeah. are. A, you're a worse monster than anything those kids are dressed up as. Yes. Pennies shouldn't and, even exist as currency in general. Let's just ban pennies. That's a new four against top and four against pennies. I like it. I'm against the penny. Um, oh, <laughs> so i i don't know i just think this is dumb it's it's one one even like the healthier parents it's like one time a year where they're letting their kids get candy and then they can decide you know what yes. you can only have this much or whatever um <clears throat> my life brought up that <laughs> no yes yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good it was excellent. <laughs> I loved it so much um brought up the idea of like if you're in a neighborhood that 
like some kids are uh, allergic to peanuts or something like that, like having alternative treats that like go away from that allergy. But I mean, there's plenty, there's Skittles, there's plenty of things that aren't in that neighborhood. So I think you'd be able to still find a way, no matter what the allergies are, to give out a treat. It's trick or treat, not trick or penny. So I'm against violently (laughs) whining. (laughs) Really good. Let's go whining. You seem to agree. Uh, Well, you know, you provided us with a parade.com article of 50 alternative um, items that you could be sure that are not, not candy. Uh, And I got to be honest, some of these things are really cool. If I was a kid, like (laughs) bubbles, that's cool. Uh, there's like glow in the dark rubber duckies and that's a thing that I'd want or like these squishy toys or like cool sunglasses that like are but are like Halloween themed I would like you know I think as a kid I would enjoy some of those things but I'm trying to embody like nine-year-old me um, you know dressed up as Charlie Chaplin because I was a dweeb Um, and, and what Halloween is all about and this is an exchange this is a social contract I go to your house and you give me candy. That's how this goes. You cannot break those rules, right? If you think about what I do after you come back is you're putting them into piles. You've got the chocolate pile and the gummy Mm. pile, the eat today Mm. pile, the save for later pile to try to convince my brother these are good, but actually they're gross so I can get something better from him pile. There's no non-candy treat pile. That pile doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. I am against this. And I would have been at nine and I am now. Nice. Your pile comment reminded me of when I was a child. I was a very nervous child and I heard all the stories of like poison candy. So I would like, if, if, if you couldn't squish the candy and feel air in there, if it wasn't like airtight, I would throw that away. Oh man, I should have gone to your house cause I would have eaten that. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> bit of Rob, what do you think? I have a confession to make. Oh, you God. give away not candy. All right, this is no. why you're not going to have repeaters. You Go ahead. No, 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 not me. Your mom. No. They what did they get such Raisins? promise. They are giving this year today, don't Halloween Ooh, day. Don't do anything. They're giving out quarters. Oh God! Mm. Oh, okay. Now, nope. Don't even they up- head, Courtney. Okay. But they're they're upping the ante. I know, but oh. you're saying okay. there's a coin shortage in this country. It's 2020. <laughs> you have to start with at least a dollar. Yeah, dude. Like there's a inflation. You imagine if you minimum of five. You have like 500 trick or treaters. It costs you five. <laughs> I hope there's none. Here's the thing. Like on paper. Let me be very clear. I do not support my parents' practice of doing this. I love them very much. We have a disagreement on this. It is an improvement. I They haven't done this every year, but I have an unfortunate vivid memory of maybe 15, 20 years ago where they gave out nickels. No! That's the worst! I know. I, I, I love that just... <laughs> Unbridled anger that came out of Courtney. <laughs> Courtney that was pure. I think I feel like in Courtney actually yeah. looks at my parents a lot. I love your parents. She looks at them differently now. Oh, you're gonna send them an angry letter? No, I, <laughs> I, 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 I outside their house right and like as the kids leave leave the the silver house, just come up to them like here's a full size Snicker bar. I am. <laughs> 
Courtney's just I, waiting in the bushes. In my I think my the only way. Do that. My parents, because of Costco, they they are a full size bar house now. But nice. Ever go, That's great. Yeah, they have been yes. for the last few years. And by years, the way, it's like nine dollars for thirty of them. That's so up. we we actually where we live we don't get trick-or-treaters because of the apartment set up here yeah, but man. whenever i do move to a proper home i'm gonna do that because like it's one day a year it's gonna cost you maybe like an extra 15 20 bucks let's say but you are privilege. going to make those yeah privilege you're showing guess what i have a little bit of privilege and <laughs> i'm gonna pass bucks. it on for, i'm gonna spend <laughs> that extra 20 dollars and make some nine-year-olds freaking amazingly happy yeah you i've never been happier than when you show up and somebody's like here's a full uh, 100 grand bar like what yeah and they're like just I, get I in my I, van I, i'll be i'll be chasing that dragon for the rest of my life because i've never been that happy logan's coming so good um so to wrap it i mean listen my going back to my parents who i love dearly they're wonderful people they're very they actually do mean well they they want to make people happy they want to make the children happy but they're also very analytical left brain people and i think in their minds they're like a quarter is the fair market value of a fun size m&m package <laughs> right and so like this here's the thing if i if i was a trick-or-treater and everyone was giving out quarters yeah i was gonna that say that pretty awesome because yeah. then i would i would be the person who collected made bank. anyone else yeah yeah but to get a single quarter in that bag there's nothing sadder i think than the that. only right way this is okay house. Is if you're the kind of house that says take as much as you want, because then they can just grab a handful <laughs> oh. of quarters. Then they're off to the races. <laughs> oh my! Then you've got a weight ratio issue because then you're lugging around twelve pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strong only, the, only the strongest day. survive. We yeah. kids don't make <laughs> as much. Well, uh, I think I, it's it's really nice that Pat, like Amanda, thought of the kids who were, you know, peanut intolerant or something like that, but. What's terrible, and maybe I'm not ready for children with this immediate thought, was like, well, then maybe they shouldn't play the game. And like, that that's terrible. <laughs> that's horrible. Um, they should have alternatives. This is coming from a place where I got angry. I was just at Target, and we saw veggie straws as an alternative snack. Those are actually not even good for you. Though. Yeah. Those, there, <laughs> there's no nutritional, like, exponential value and just sh- just don't just shut all your lights off if you're gonna be that person <laughs> Wait, that, they, just, someone's giving that away as a halloween treat yeah. as, it was given as a halloween treat and i was like oh, i'd rather i'd rather go, have a quarter. Weird, yeah. go right straight to hell i'm sorry um so i don't know if you know this i'm against it uh trick-or-treating to me was like a sport like i literally participated in trick-or-treating until i was 22 years old because <laughs> I could. I don't know what they still gave me. The bars, the sweet lady down the street. What are they going to say? No. <laughs> no, they would. They oh. would because they'd be like, "Ah, oh, teenagers," and they're like, <laughs> "Actually, oh, I'm 20, I'm 22 years old." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I still use my ID card to get you know a little discount from Mac. Anyway, um, but I do remember, violently remember that I was. <laughs> trigger treating with a friend and we went to this house and they were all decked out and they were a doctor and a nurse. I was like, good. They're participating. This is going to be a big cash quote cash candy payout. And I was wrong. The first they gave a package. It was like a baggie. So that's when, you know, it's about to be horrible for a trick or treater because you know that they put too much thought into it other than just paying 
$6 for 500 pieces of Reese's Pieces, candy bars, whatever. They give the bag. And turns out the guy was a dentist. He included his card with floss, a toothbrush, and toothpaste. I almost threw it back in his face. I was so angry. I was in fifth grade. I still to this, like, right, I'm getting angry just thinking about it because I'm like, that's the antithesis of what Halloween is. Social contract. Exactly. Job is. It's trick or treat. Like to me, that was a trick, and that was a foul trick because that was against <laughs> well, everything. Then you're allowed to trick him. That's the thing. So you can egg that well, house. If not I should have egged it. Yes. <laughs> like really, well, I might do it this year because I still remember where that bastard lives. Anyway, it was fine. I got through it. I and you know what? Always just side note: use a pillowcase instead of any of those little dinky um, trick or treat bags because. If you want to get the big guns, you go pillowcase. You are a And you carry on through the night, okay? You go th- and make sure if it's like a big house, you get more than two pieces. By the way, <laughs> speaking of carrying on through the night, I remember I was going with my dad one year. I wasn't that old. I was maybe 11 years old. And, and we your were weak in- arms couldn't carry the bag? Is that where we're going? <laughs> no, Pat, that's not where we're going. But we got to a house and rang the doorbell and said trick or treat. And the woman said, do you know what time it is? Oh, it yes. Late into the night. And Bad Karen. It was 7.30 p.m. <laughs> 7.30. She said, official trick-or-treat hours are from 3 to 7. You should not be here anymore and bothering people. Uh, I always wanted to like go to like Winnetka yeah. or Glencoe, get some of that real good nutrient yeah. candy. Those kids probably. I never did it, but uh, yeah. yeah the rich only King Sizer bust. <laughs> Maybe they're the cheapest, and that's why. Must be. That's why you make money. Yeah. (laughs) You keep it. You're swimming in it. Can I just say that it kind of makes me unbelievably happy that my topic I thought was just going to bring the most nostalgia to everyone, being like, "Oh, I remember when I got this king size, and it was the greatest day of my life." And then to switch over to Pat saying, "If you give a penny, then fuck you." Yeah, Pat, like, you did, I did not see that coming. Pat, you didn't quite say fuck you to my parents, but you almost did. <laughs> it's an imp- They're 25 times better, so that's past the fuck you range. That's out of the fuck you range. It's a good day, sir. That's what that is. <laughs> a good day. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we all know where we stand on uh, alternative Halloween treats. That was the last topic to settle, so... It's on to the lightning round where one of us will pose five for or against questions in rapid lightning like succession. And this week, Mike will guide us through. Take it away, Mike. All right. It's the season finale. And uh, I'm going to um, <gasps> skew away a little bit from uh, from four against. These are not four against. These are just four questions. And I want you guys to answer them. And we're going to see Ooh. if we have any uh, dissent. So I welcome arguments here. Um, but I saw this on Twitter and I thought it was interesting. Uh, six questions here. And we're going to go by my screen, Courtney, Rob, then Patrick. Okay. Wonderful. How many holes does a straw have, Courtney? Two. Two. Rob? Oh, one. 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 One, one, two. Okay. So then. Don't make me the first. 
worst person every time for this. This is crap. Okay, fine. We'll go the other way. Is there, is there officially a correct answer? Or is it just like an No, opinion? this is subjective. Uh, just like truth. Uh, Patrick, uh, how many holes does a donut have? One. One. Rob? I think one, right? One. Okay, Courtney, so if a straw has two holes, how many holes does a donut have? Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Two? I'm going to go with one. One. So that's got one, but a straw's got two. Got it. Okay, we're going back the other way. Courtney, uh, a rubber band. No, because it's a through situation. <laughs> Shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> Courtney, so if you a donut has one up. hole, a donut has one hole, how many holes does a rubber band have? Zero is an acceptable answer. Hole? Yeah, how many yeah, holes? I'm going to say it? zero. It's Courtney is so it, pissed that, about this lady. I'm around. so angry about <laughs> your quarters and your nickels and your collections. Um, rubber so band has. Rubber bands, the limit does not exist. <laughs> but, it's, so, but it's different than a donut. It's different. All right, Rob, is it different yeah, than a right. donut? No, there are no holes with a rubber band. Why? It, it, Explain it's, the difference. It's its own thing that it's it's like a You're line. past the Rubicon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? There's no holes in the rubber band. Come on, Patrick. It serves a tying purpose. Yeah, Patrick. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with one still. One is trying to appease our host of no, the. Line. No, I'm not. No. I'm thinking about it. All right, uh, we're going back to Patrick then. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> how many holes does a cup have? Fuck you. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> um, I guess one. One, okay. Yeah, All right. Good, but it's like it... an opening more than a, a cup or a mug. I guess zero because it doesn't go to anywhere. I'm gonna go with zero. Yeah, but can I chime in with if if someone hands you a shovel and says dig a hole? Yeah, you know what that is? That's a hole. But, but it doesn't have says one hole. Time. Yeah, I'm gonna say one. Courtney. I'm going to go with one, but a different type of hole then. <laughs> different category of hole. Hey, Courtney, how many? I'm going to say no hole. No hole. Okay. No hole. We're going to start with Rob. I'm going to throw it all over the place here. Thank you. If a Rob, if. By the way, is this all one, one question hole, or is this six? I can't tell where in the question box. Number four. <laughs> okay. Um, if a cup has one hole, how many holes does a bowl have? <sighs> no holes. It, What's the difference? So, same reason as the rubber man. It depends on the dimension. It, it's the depth of the <laughs> item. So a yep. cup is narrower and deeper. A bowl is shorter and wider. You, it's not a hole. It's, but it, by your dig a hole conversation, you can dig a dig wide, a hole, shallow can... hole. So Patrick, yeah, you say so one so hole? That would be more of a crater then, Pat. No, I disagree. It's the same as the cup. It's a, it's a hole, but it's a different type of hole. <laughs> so one hole. Courtney, how many holes in a bowl? If by that stupid trickery of talk, <laughs> it's one. One hole in a bowl. Okay. One Last hole one. in a bowl. Last I don't like how every time that we answer, you're like, okay, guys. <laughs> Last one. How many holes in a spoon? Pat? Okay. Fine. Go, Pat. <laughs> Uh, I, wait, I, yes, thank you. I want, yes, I want you to answer that with a straight face, Pat. You said that a bull has a hole when I said it doesn't because it's too shallow. What makes a spoon different than a bull? Why is a spoon zero? Um, because a spoon is almost flat. It's like a bent surface. That, so, not so there's acceptable. a line. 
like it like if you're going to like like move a little bit of dirt off the ground and be like that's a hole then i disagree with you but that's not that if you dig deeper though it is a hole yeah Uh, rob how many holes in a spoon obviously zero it's like a bowl bowls aren't a hole spoons aren't a hole courtney Zero. Zero. I mean, just use your brains, people. You don't need to think too deep about this. You just know or don't know. Is this like literally a real fight over Twitter? Like the gold yeah. dress versus yeah. the navy well, dress? Who like, the hell is I mean, saying it's, that a it's spoon perception, is... right? It's no, perception. No, no, but no. Here's the thing. You're the getting difference? the people. No, but also it's reality. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you're drawing a line, and that line is arbitrary. When you ask Fair. the spoon question last, and some people still are adamant that a spoon has a hole, they're just wrong and they're falling victim to this dumb game because if you just use your brain and don't think about it you know as a human being that's the point right it's like before having this conversation looking at things in a certain light you never would have thought that a spoon has a hole in it and you know you're at least thinking about it it has a divot it's not a hole it's a divot (laughs) yeah that's a divot all right all right so spoons have no holes i am (laughs) against you doing this entire lightning round (laughs) I think he did a great job. Just don't start with the same person every time and screw him over. By the way, what are your answers to this, Mike? Yeah. Uh, straws have one hole. Donut has a one hole. Rubber band, by that definition, has one hole. A cup has one hole. Therefore, a bowl. No, see, it's all about the, the concaveness. Don't fall. Yeah, that's true. So bowls have no holes. Spoons have no holes. Yeah, so don't fall into the predefined definition yeah. from the previous There's question. It's a math question holes, at the though. end there. At the end there's there, some Euclidean, some geometry there where like the curvature of it makes it some so calculus. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I the bowl it's has a hole, then it's not a bowl. The bowl is a hole. Then you're right. By the way, if the bowl has a hole, it's not a bowl. You're right. I agree with that. It's also a problem in our language because the hole that goes. Through something is different than a hole that's like dug into something. I wonder. Those are two different types of holes. By the way, now that I'm thinking, a lightning round. A cup doesn't have a hole. A cup doesn't have a hole either. Like I would never say, pour Mm -hmm. some coffee into the hole of the cup. (laughs) It's a cup hole. You only said one because of your dig example. This is all (laughs) I knew. Yeah, you said that a cup had a hole. You're on record. (laughs) Fuck. All right. Well, I think we can stop here because I don't want to go any further. Because <laughs> we're going to fight. And so thankfully, we are through an episode and we're actually through an entire season of For or Against. Of course, one season start and end exactly is entirely arbitrary, but it does feel like a moment of reflection nonetheless, especially after that lightning round. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a week or two off to rest and recuperate. And um, hopefully we'll be back shortly thereafter with more unwritten rules and weird products and friendly yelling just before you know it. So if you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts and connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and our just, oh, we have a just launched Facebook page. Cool. Mm -hmm. Our just launched Facebook page at for or against pod across all platforms. Friends. It's been lovely. I think we did a really nice job despite not having our Captain McFadden here today. Hopefully look forward to having him next time. Love you all. Thanks for listening. And we'll all see you at Robbie's childhood home for our quarters. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 
just old friends on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against discussing random issues man this show is immense so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start adults who drink milk and self-driving cars you listening now to for or against so turn the volume up this is for or against